0: It's another game day. It's another Squadcast day. I've got Jess Belmosto here of Locked On Flames to talk all things Johnny Gaudreau, all things Erica Branson, and all things tonight's game. Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, good, bad, ugly, everything in between about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day, every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit, subscribe over there, please feel free to do so, it helps you, it helps me out. Everybody... Wins. I also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Like I said in the intro, today we are talking to Jasper Mosto of Locked On Flames, we're talking about Johnny Gaudreau's homecoming, we're talking about the Erica Branson experience, and we're going to make some predictions for tonight's game. So I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Today is the long-awaited, anxiously-awaited Johnny Goudreau's return to Calgary since leaving for Columbus in free agency this summer.
0: Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Thank you so much for joining me in another week of this tumultuous slip and slide of a season. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today I'm joined by a Locked on Blue Jackets host, Jay Forrester, and we are going to talk all about the Blue Jackets, and of course, Johnny Gaudreau. Jay, how are you?
0: I am doing okay. Uh, the Blue Jackets won a game, which is exciting.
1: Thank they uh, went well, the <laughs> Yeah, is the uh, tank for Bedard on?
0: Um, so I have been, <laughs> I've been having this conversation with a couple of other tanking hosts. I don't know that the Blue Jackets are tanking. I think they're just bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the Blue Jackets. Uh, let's let's get right into it. Johnny Guitar yeah. coming to Columbus. Was supposed to push the team. I don't know that they'd be a. Con- I don't think that they would have been a Stanley Cup contender. They were, I think, supposed to make the playoffs. I had them down as a bubble team. You know, probably getting one mm-hmm. of those wild card spots. Johnny Gaudreau coming to Columbus. Expectations were high. Yeah. And then the season started, and it just fell off a cliff. Um, you know, so I don't know that necessarily they are tanking on purpose I don't think the plan for the season was to tank but the Blue Jackets are definitely in a position where I think they have the third highest odds of winning the draft lottery right now
1: so the odds are in their favor I would you know would
0: you say. could you could say that which <laughs> I mean if there was ever a season to be and I'm sure this is something we could talk about in the episode if there was ever a season to be just as brutally injured and unlucky as the Blue Jackets have been this season, like this is a pretty good, yeah, pretty good season to do it.
1: Absolutely. So I guess we should dive right into it and get to the nitty gritty. What, what is it like having Johnny Gaudreau on the Columbus <laughs> Blue Jackets now?
0: I love Johnny Gaudreau so much um every single game I watch him and I'm like man I'm so glad this guy's on my team you know and Flames fans know this Flames fans are familiar with this feeling but like he's kind of been on a little bit of a cold streak recently he's still leading the team in points um he's still you know the best player on this team easily um even even though he's been on a little bit of a cold streak but just I feel like every single game he does something and I'm just like oh my god how did he yeah. how did he do that you know he'll just he's a game changer in yeah. in the best kind of way and never in a million years did and you know we, we talked about this when the the signing happened you came unlocked on Blue Jackets and I was like listen tell me about Johnny Gaudreau yeah. um, never in a million years did I think that we would get this kind of free agent signing especially after last season you know it was very much a we're, we're taking steps forward, but it's going to be a process. Johnny Gaudreau accelerated mm-hmm. that process, I think. Obviously, the season hasn't gone the way any of us wanted, but he's still sitting at about a point per game. Um, he's <sighs> the best player on this team, and I am so happy that he's here for the next six seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I I can't say enough things about Johnny Gaudreau. I think that he is just... One of those players that, you know, whoever he is playing for or playing against rather, they're like, why can't I have this guy on my team? And not in like the Tom Wilson, Brad Marchand kind of way where it's like everyone loves to hate him but would love to have him on my team sort of way. No, I think Johnny Gaudreau is just the perfect
0: hockey player. (laughs) He's... Yeah. And he's one of those guys that, again, you know, his reputation around the league is just a nice guy. You know, everyone has good things to say about him. I think he was a really great addition off the ice as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The Blue Jackets have had some locker room issues in the past. Um, And I think bringing in a guy like Johnny Gaudreau, who is he'd probably hate this, but he's a veteran in this league now. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's he's younger than me, yeah. um, which I feel fine about. Um, and I think he's he's come in here as a leader. He's come in here as a guy that the young guys can look up to. I mean, Ken Johnson, for example, one of the, the Blue Jackets bright young stars of the future, has, can't say enough good things about Johnny Gaudreau, you know? And I think that's that's another thing that I didn't consider when they picked him up was what kind of influence is he going to have on yeah. the younger players? And the answer is, it's a very positive influence.
1: Yeah. it Didn't Ken Johnson choose 13 because of
0: Gaudreau? He sure did. And then obviously oh. Gaudreau came to the, there was a really funny bit actually where um, he didn't know that. Goudreau didn't know that and he was like yeah. oh he can keep it he can keep it and Kent Johnson was basically like absolutely not it's yours um so I think they had a little bit of like a like a pretend spat about it but I think Johnny Johnny probably made it up to him um yeah oh, by, sure. uh, by I don't know, buying him a couple of nice dinners in in exchange for him getting to to keep his number but I think that's I don't know and I don't I don't mean this as like a um to to rub it in I know Flames fans miss him but like genuinely I could talk forever about Johnny Gaudreau and how happy I am that he is on my team.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, if if you ever need a place to talk about Johnny Gaudreau, <laughs> uh, my DMs are open because I just, as a human being, I think he is fantastic. And of course, as a hockey player, he is just, he's, he's pretty good there too. He's uh, pretty good. You know, I think that Flames fans are still reveling in their losses here. And I would expect loud boos tonight. But at the same time, like Gaudreau said it himself. He was like, if Jalen Hurts left the Eagles, <laughs> I would boo him too. <laughs> like, okay, well, like, it, you know, it does come with the territory. And I'm sure he's he's had some time to think about it. But at the end of the day, it's one game. And You only get one homecoming. I'm looking forward to the tribute video. Um, I'm hoping that it has the Game 7 overtime goal, obviously, from the Stars playoff series. But then the Sean Monahan hug. That was just wonderful. And I'm just going to pretend that Goudreau is still aflame. But that's okay because we are just... Living in Fantasy Land here uh, in the Sea of Red, anyways. But coming up next, we're just we're gonna talk some more previewing of the Flames Blue Jackets game. And before we do that, I do want to talk to you about our friends at Athletic Greens. AG One is a product that I start my every day with. Actually, I have some in my cup right now. I enjoy the one scoop of 75 whole food adaptogens, probiotics, and whatnot uh, over a fist full of vitamins. It's very easy, makes my water taste better, and of course, you know, it helps with my stomach and any anything we can help with that. We'll we'll try. And AG1 has over 7,000 five-star reviews. They are recommended by professional athletes as well as trusted medical experts. And, you know, I, I think that that's a testimony that we can lean into a little bit, right? Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop of one scoop in your cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, we've talked about Blue Jackets being a little, a little bad. Just a, just a, little, bit. Just a little. And you mentioned the expectations. Um, obviously, coming into the season being a little bit higher. But I feel like right off the bat, that there were injuries and they were pretty significant injuries. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and kind of where things are progressing to?
0: Yeah. So in fairness, to, well, I say in fairness, the Blue Jackets were not doing like they had kind of a slow, they're, they're generally pretty slow starters to the season anyway. Um. So, you know, they were really trying to find their feet. And then um, they lost in the space of, maybe five or six games, they lost four guys for the season. Wow. Um, one of which is Zach Wierenski, uh, mm-hmm. who, you know, number one defenseman, eats a ton of minutes, um, provides a lot of that offense from the back end. Um, they lost Jake Voracek uh, to concussion issues. Obviously, you know, we hope that he's doing okay. He's looking after himself. Um, if he comes back, I would love, I would take him back in a second, but he's got to put his health first, obviously. I don't expect to see him back this, especially with the way the season is going. There's no point him rushing back to maybe get hit in the head again and right. you know, then we start the whole process all over again. You know, so if you're missing Zach Wierenski and Zach and Jake Varacek, who by the way led the team in scoring last season, um, you know, those are two big pieces that you've got to try and fill. Um, and the Blue Jackets have struggled. Um, they've also they lost Jake Bean, who was one of the top four. Defenseman out for the season, Justin Danforth, who admittedly uh, was more of a depth player, bottom six guy, but still made his NHL debut last season at the age of 29. Really great story, really hard worker. Um, Added something that not a lot of fourth line grinders add to the game, I think. Um, And it's kind of since then, it's been just kind of a steady stream of there are two players on the Blue Jackets right now that have not missed a game yet, whether that's because of healthy scratching or injury or illness. The Blue Jackets have had some trouble with COVID this season. Um, Both goalies have missed time with injury, illness, personal matters. Um, Jonas Korpisawa's wife just had a baby, so he missed some time for that. Obviously, we love that. We love when there's a new team baby, Um, but the Blue Jackets haven't ever really been able to find their rhythm because as soon as they get one guy back, it feels like another guy goes down. They've still got like eight guys on IR at the minute. Um, They've got a couple of defensemen back that they've been missing for most of the season in Adam Boquist, Nick Blankenberg. And I can't overstate how much they've missed Nick Blankenberg uh, in his rookie season right now. Play is five foot nine, but plays like he's six foot six. Um, heart per 60 off the charts. Love Nick Blankenberg. So glad that we have him back. But even with getting those guys back, they've still got a ton of guys that are out injured. And that's kind of been, like I said, that's the, the story of the season has been, man. Who on this Blue Jackets team stays healthy? Um, And I'm just going to knock on some wood right now because the only two players to not miss time so far this season are Gus Nyquist, who missed all of the 2020-21 season uh, with shoulder surgery and then played all 82 games last season and hasn't missed time yet this season. So love that. Love Gus Nyquist. Um, He's been a real bright spot of this this season, actually, the past couple of years. And uh, the other guy is Johnny Gaudreau has played every game so far. So those are the only two guys that haven't missed time for the Blue Jackets this season. If that gives you a hint of just how injured they have been.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's crazy to me, especially because Gaudreau's wife had a baby fairly recently as well. So that might've been honestly before the season or just like in September before the season started. I don't remember, but yeah, no, I feel like every time I logged onto Twitter at one point, it was just, this Blue jacket's is out for the season. This one, like Patrick Laine missed.
0: A- Patrick Laine has missed two, has had two separate injuries. He uh, yes. got hurt 25 minutes into the first game of the season. Yep. Um, missed some time with an elbow sprain. Came back, played like six games. Sprained his ankle. Missed time. Came back. Uh, immediately got COVID and missed a couple of games. Oh um, you know he's, he's had a he's had a rough go of it. He's still tied for the team leading goals right now, which probably I don't know whether that says more about him or more about the fact that the Blue Jackets can't buy a goal this season. But you know it's been a it's been a rough going for for Lino the last couple of seasons because it, and it's so frustrating because when he's on he yeah. I think genuinely top five goal scorer in the league if he can stay healthy. Um, last season he missed a bunch of time. Uh, due to injury and then his father passed away so he missed some time with that obviously you know completely understandable again and then this season he came in he opened the scoring on the season for the blue jackets he scored the first goal of the season and then immediately got hurt and has still kind of been trying to find his rhythm he had a hat trick a couple of games ago so you know it's all it's pointing in the right direction for line i just hope that he can put it together can stay healthy have a really strong um end to the season
1: absolutely you know I think that one of the most exciting aspects as just a hockey fan in general is having Goudreau and Line a on the same team. Just two absolute forces to be reckoned with. And I remember when the announcement happened, I was like, at least he has, you know, a, a solid counterpart to work with. And he's not going to spend you know a majority of his career waiting for a solid line mate like that's i i don't know again i'm just a sucker for johnny gaudreau i think that anything he does is fantastic but there is also another former flame on the blue jackets who um is slightly overpaid
0: Eric Branson, just a little bit. Um, Erica Branson has been an experience this season. <laughs> um, and I want to, so I want to preface this with, I don't think everything that's going on with Branson is entirely his fault. This mm-hmm. season, he has been playing way high up in the lineup because of injuries to defensemen. Yeah. Um. Zakarenski going out, Boquist missed time, Blankenberg missed time, Um, Bean is done for the season. Um, Like those are, there's your top four, top four of your top six defensemen. So really the only two healthy full-time defensemen that they've had this entire season has been Vladislav Gavrikov, who's probably going to leave in um, the trade deadline which is fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I'll miss him. But hey, I'll take a first round pick and a prospect for Vadosov Gabrikov every day, which I believe is the asking price right now. But um, Eric Branson has just kind of by default been one of the top two defensemen for the Blue Jackets. And he's a guy, and I've been saying this all season, he is a guy that is most effective when he is playing limited, sheltered minutes. Yep. I do not have a problem with the way that Erica Branson plays necessarily. I think, again, he can be very effective. He's certainly had very, he's had some very good games for the Blue Jackets. This Absolutely. season where I go into natural stat Trek and I'm like, oh, holy crap. Erica Branson had like a 75% percent Corsi 4 percentage, you know? Like he's had really good games for the Blue Jackets. Yeah. Um, I think he's a good veteran presence. Um, the Blue Jackets defenseman, spe- the Blue Jackets defense specifically is very young. Like I think that he he's the only one over thirty. Um, after him, it's Vladislav Gavrikov, who I believe is about twenty-seven or twenty-eight, and then every other defenseman is, I believe, under twenty-three right now. Um, it's it's they're babies. They're all babies. They're children. Um, so I think having him around is great in terms of a hey, he can be the team dad. And I've had this conversation with um, a couple of friends, like. After last season, the Blue Jackets were always going to go out and overpay for an old, big, bad defenseman to be Eric that Branson. veteran presence on the team, and mm-hmm. at least they picked one that like seems like a good person, yeah. has cute kids, and is handsome. Yeah, like, honestly,
1: that's <laughs> the most. You important know, at, part. Least, at like, least I'm
0: sorry, but those things.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that Eric and Branson is one of those players that truly benefited from playing in a Daryl Sutter system. Mm. And he was a solid third pair defenseman with Nikita Zadorov, who has also kind of had to take on that role throughout the season where there are injuries. And, you know, we don't need him playing more than like 10 minutes a night. Like you can stick with those we just need you doing a little warm up out there, like a little cardio, at least. I just, it, it gets dangerous when you start throwing players like that out there for minutes that they're not used to playing in their played
0: career. played up to 28 minutes on some nights this season. No. And like, I get it. The, some of the, those nights have been, you know, the Blue Jackets have had games where they've gone down. They've missed two defensemen. So they were playing with four defensemen, and then you know you're gonna you're gonna log some minutes doing that. But absolutely, and I feel I feel bad because Gabranton has kind of become the scapegoat for this season mm. a little bit. Of well, why are we overpaying? Why are we paying four million dollars for a guy to get caved in every night? Right. Um, that's just how this. That's just how the the sport works. That's how the game works. Right. NHL GMs love to overpay on. F- Especially on free agency for yeah. old bad dudes.
1: Oh yeah,
0: then, <laughs> like that's oh, their yeah, bread and butter. No, like... And so I, I don't know. I, I at the at the end of the day, we're stuck with him for better or worse, and um, you just kind of have to accept that he's probably going to do at least one turnover a game, right. and you have to live with that.
1: It's the Eric Goodbranson experience. Uh, you know, hopefully. At some point in his tenure as a blue jacket, you do get to experience playoff Good Branson. Uh, you know, I'm not saying he's a different player, but I think he
0: feels like a guy that's built for playoff hockey. Yes. You know, like I'm I am I am both dating myself and yeah <laughs> by um Brian Bickle in 2013 mm-hmm. for the Blackhawks went out and then again he got like a six-year four million dollar contract on the back of basically just going out there and trucking guys for the the entire playoffs and that feels like that feels like the erica branson experience
1: it very much is Eric Goodbrand their good branson experience and like not in like a bad way i think you know he is a good defender you know his role has shifted this season like you said and that's just what happens with injuries, and sometimes you know, I know July 1st hasn't been free agency day, but in the last few years, but those checkbooks come out for players like Eric and Branson on July 1st. So, you know, that's only what seven months away. So, we'll, we'll see, we'll see who else earns that experience. Uh, it's probably going to be Milan Lucic since he is on an expiring contract. But uh, Jay, next up, do you want to talk about our, uh, you know, a little bit more of this matchup?
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's do that.
1: All right. So coming up next, we will absolutely dive more into this head-to-head matchup and Johnny Gaudreau's return to the Saddle Dome. The NFL playoffs are here. We are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America, and that is FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make sports betting fun and easy. For new customers, if you join today, you can get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed When you place your $5 bet, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. And um, I will probably be placing a bet on Goudreau scoring a goal because, uh, like Jay said, he is a point-per-game player, and I just want Johnny Goudreau to score against the Flames. But uh, it's all on the app. It's safe, it's secure, and easy to use. So football fans or hockey fans, place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash lockdown. Are you a sports betting kind of guy, Jay?
0: I would like to be a sports betting kind of guy, but unfortunately, I'm very bad at it. Yes, same. Um, I'm... I'm very stupid, and I don't understand math. No. So mostly I just, I'm like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. I'll I'll pick my faves to, it's like fantasy hockey. Um, yes. I want to be a fantasy hockey guy so badly, but unfortunately um, that ADHD just comes in real hard. I get bored halfway through the draft and then just start picking my favorite players. And shockingly, that is not a great strategy for fantasy yeah. hockey when everyone else is taking it super seriously.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I definitely feel that. I think... My fantasy hockey team that I completely abandoned a week into the season is truly just, like, 90% flames. Yeah. That's okay, though.
0: It's sometimes the the fantasy hockey is the friends you make along the way. Exactly. Is the thing. Um, How do you feel about this game? Because I feel like this game is a trap, and I don't know who it's a trap for. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No I I truly I'm excited for it I don't care I know people have been Flames fans specifically have been dreading this like all season you know especially with Kachuk's return people were like oh well if they they boo Kachuk they're obviously gonna boo Goudreau I get it it's part of the game but like Goudreau did so much for this organization just please put your pride aside for like 30 seconds or not even like just during introductions or anytime the puck is on his
0: stick, but in fairness, he has he has had a lot of boos this season. Some of which I feel like are very unfair. Like the 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 Islanders fans booed him when they were in Long Island, and I was like, "Listen,
1: You're I understand Devils fans booing him.
0: him because Devils fans are um, well, a insane, but b they uh, basically were the front runners." for Goodrow yeah. the entire time, until he was like, wait, no, I want to go to Columbus, which, fair, I would also rather be in Columbus, Ohio, than Newark, New Jersey, but um, because this is <laughs> yeah. not slander, this is not slander the state of New Jersey hour. Um, he's been booed a lot this season. He's talked about, like you said uh, earlier, he's talked about it. I I kind of come down on both sides. I am completely fine with booing players. Um, my <laughs> we, we love... In Columbus, we love to boo Jeff Carter. It's been it's been ten years, and we That's still incredible. love to boo Jeff Carter. You know, um in I uh, so my fiance is a Sharks fan. She lives uh just outside San Jose. So when I go there, we go to Sharks games. Um they still love to boo John Tavares after he didn't sign for them in free agency like six years ago. You know, I, I and I i love to boo that John Harris,
1: even...
0: you know? They still yeah. love to boo Sidney Crosby after that. After he won the Stanley Cup um, in, what was it, 2017? 2016? 2017? Against the Sharks. Like, I, I love to boo players. Yeah. For the thinnest possible reason. <laughs> on the flip side, I will come to Calgary and fight anyone that boos Johnny Goudreau.
1: <laughs> yeah. My passport is expired, but it's ready to just be on a plane and defend Goudreau. Like... Again, I, I think that this team has unfortunately had a tough go of it this season. I think that the Flames have are in a weird adjustment period. I feel like I talk about that this every season with them being in an adjustment period. But they are. They are truly in a situation where they lost two high-end elite players in Goudreau and Kachuk. And they haven't been able to replace or replicate the kind of production that they were seeing from them. So they just won against Tampa, which was horribly unexpected. I was like, what do, you, what do you mean you're putting up six goals against Tampa? Like, I thought it was a sick joke, but it wasn't. So, you know, I wouldn't be entirely shocked if this team goes out there and craps all over themselves tonight and just says, meh. It's the Blue Jackets. Let's underestimate our opponents.
0: Which, that has happened to the Blue Jackets a handful of times this season. The Blue Jackets have also done that Mm
1: -hmm. to opponents
0: where, you know, they're like, oh, it's only Anaheim. Uh, It's only Arizona, both of whom have come into Nationwide Arena and walked away with wins this season. Um, Yeah, that's the thing about the Blue Jackets is I wouldn't be surprised if they go out tomorrow, tonight, tonight Tonight. uh i wouldn't be surprised if they go out tonight and they're like yeah we're gonna win this game i wouldn't be surprised at a johnny gaudreau hat trick i'm speaking it into existence um that's what i want from this game is the johnny gaudreau revenge tour um but i also wouldn't be surprised if they go out and uh just completely trip over themselves and like they beat the sharks they didn't look good doing it you know they even when they win games, sometimes they look terrible. Um, I also wouldn't put them past uh, coming out and looking really good and fighting hard, and then losing anyway because the Flames mm-hmm. are, despite their struggles this season, a better team than Blue Jackets. So it's it's really tough to say how I think this game is going to go because the Blue Jackets love to disrespect me specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they will disrespect Johnny Gaudreau is another is another story, you know. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, and I think the biggest thing to watch for tonight is whoever is starting, like, the true game-changer and defining gameplay is going to be who's starting in net. And it's not because Markstrom is worse at, you know, goaltending than Vladar is right now or vice versa. This Flames team is unrecognizable When they play in front of Dan Vladar. Like they are true. They look like a true playoff team. There is some sense of urgency. They have. I mean they're a very slow team. But they have a little bit of speed to them. When he's out there. But when Markstrom's out there. They're playing like a bottom tier team. And it's just. It's so frustrating. Especially you know. When you look at how much you're paying Jacob Markstrom. And how good of a goaltender he is. Yeah he's fallen off a little bit this season. But. Hasn't everyone?
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird phenomenon that I've noticed a lot. I mean, I've been watching hockey for, for almost a decade now, and I can never decide if it is confirmation bias or if it's a thing that actually happens in terms of teams play harder in front of their backups, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that's because they trust the backup less to bail them out. Um, you know, I saw it a lot in the Sergei Bobrovsky years for the Blue Jackets they would play just like they would play like crap against Mm -hmm. teams if Bobrovsky was out there and then you put Kerr's McElhaney in goal and suddenly they become unbeatable so again is it confirmation bias is it completely unrelated who's to say um I have no idea who the Blue Jackets are going to put in goal tonight uh Colba played the last game He's kind of become the starter this season, which is a choice that is very baffling. And I don't have time to get into because we are already running long. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him play. He's having a decent season. He's having a real good bounce back season. Um, I'm going to miss him when they trade him at the deadline. Elvis has been bad this season, which makes me sad because I love Elvis. I
1: love Elvis.
0: But I think for the Blue Jackets to have the best chance of winning this game, I think it needs to be Alba.
1: Um since we are running a little bit long I will you know wrap up if you want to uh you know cuz we do have some hockey to enjoy this evening but how has Gaudreau acclimated to the canon
0: I think he loves it um there have not been any hysterical videos of him like jumping into like jumping out of his skin which does make me sad because I do think about that often mm-hmm. um oh, yeah but he, he, oh, like like something like 80% of his goals have been scored at home this season. So it's clearly. Therapy.
1: I think, I think
0: Yeah, it. I think that's what it is. I think it's him being like, right, I need to get used to the cannon because I'm going to be here a while. Uh, <laughs> so if I just make it go off as many times as I can this season, then maybe I'll get used to it. And yeah, he's done a couple interviews where he's talked about how he loves the cannon now, which is generally in my experience, how players are like, oh yeah, right, I hate the cannon until I'm on the blue jackets. And then I love the cannon, you oh, know? Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> right, because I feel like when you know it's it's you, it, it's your team. Like you're helping your team, and it's just confirmation that you're doing what you should. Yeah. Also, I, don't
0: know. I love the cannon. The cannon is my favorite thing about Nationwide. Um, I know away teams hate it, away press hate it. I love it. Every time you boo the cannon, it just gets stronger. So Johnny yeah. Gaudreau doing his bit to make the cannon. Uh, Go off more than not.
1: Yes. Um, where can you... Okay, before I dive into that, score predictions.
0: Oh, God. Um, I know.
1: I'm horrible at them. I'm horrendous.
0: I am going to say that I think Calgary takes this one 5-3, but... I think all 3 of the Columbus goals come from Johnny Gaudreau uh, either scoring scored by him or I'm I'm predicting two goals and an assist for Gaudreau, for Gaudreau tonight um but I think the the Flames take it and I feel bad about doing that because my thing my whole thing this season has been no bet on the blue jackets because then you you win like you yes. get to be you get to be smug about being right and you also get to back your team um but i think the flames take this one i don't know that the blue jackets are in a position to like yeah they just came out with a big win against san jose but san jose and calgary are very different teams so i think the flames take this one
1: i'm gonna say it's a 4-3 overtime win for the flames and similar to you jay it's going to be all gaudreau on the blue jackets offense because i just want a johnny gaudreau hat trick and uh very much here for the Johnny Hidro propaganda revenge tour um and that's all I have for today if you are you know ready to wrap up and are you for those watching on YouTube Mm -hmm. we um, have had a
0: a small guest for those of you listening to the audio version of this um a small grey and white guest has been popping up occasionally during this episode it's been very good (laughs) yeah
1: Yes, he is a stage five clinger, and I love it. Oh, okay. Or you can bite my hand. That's fine. Um, for those who are looking to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at JustBelMasto. If you want, you can get you can see pictures of that little gray and white guest with his uneven soul patch. And you can, of course, uh, follow Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, as well as Twitter at LO underscore Pod.
0: I can't in good conscience um, recommend that anyone pays attention to the Blue Jackets this season, but if they do want to, if they want to catch up with Johnny Gaudreau, uh, it is all Johnny Gaudreau all the time at Locked on Blue Jackets. You can find us uh, wherever you get Locked on Flames. We're on YouTube. Uh, We are on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, which again is all Johnny Gaudreau all the time, uh, occasionally some dog pictures and some Star Wars opinions mixed in. And uh, as of yesterday, sandwich recommendations, So if any of those things are up your street, you can find uh, me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R.
1: All right. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today, Jay. And go Gaudreau.
0: Yes, go That's That's what we're finishing here with. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's all i've got for you today uh tomorrow we will break down tonight's game against the flames hopefully we'll be breaking down a win we'll look ahead to the game against edmonton on wednesday i believe and uh hopefully we'll have some fun with it i've been jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r you can find the podcast at l-o underscore bluejacket if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. locked on Blue jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. You're never going to have to get behind a paywall for a locked-on product. That is our promise to you. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.